You're now rocking with the best, the best. Welcome back to another edition of Who's Gay? Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Which one of the Hemsworth brothers is homosexual? Welcome to another edition of Is Chris Hemsworth Gay? I feel like so many women would be upset. They oh, not Chris. Not that sexy piece of fucking... Welcome back. Got the uh, got the eye patch going. Got the sexy shirt. Wearing a sexy fucking shirt right now. Oh god, it's so deep too. I got a disrespectful amount of buttons undone. Don't even don't even come at me with any sort of uh, complaints. So the eye patch is legit. Um, quick little uh, quick little story here. So I'm born <clears throat> coming out of my mom. The complications. One of my eyes, some with my eye, it's lazy. So sometimes I'll be looking at you and one of my eyes is like this. We got a whole, uh, you know, you ever go to like an MAV3 concert and they got that. The light, I don't know why that sounds like NASCAR, but you go to an MAV3 concert and you get the lights. That's what my eyes do. They're like, holy shit. You ever look downtown in a major city and you're like, oh, look at that. They got some spotlights going around. If I look at a certain angle, my eye... Uh, Okay, how about this? If I'm sitting on the subway and I take a glance at myself, if I go the wrong direction, I'm getting a whole host of eye stuff. I'm like, oh, God. And then I'll close this eye to line it up just so I can see. And I'm going to be honest. Here's the thing that I do a lot. I'll be like sitting on the subway and I'll give myself a look. I'm like, oh, damn, that looks like a movie cover right there. And I'm not even saying good looking. I'm not even saying because I'm attractive. I'm saying just because it does, okay? Like, that looks like a movie cover. Get this guy on the cover of a movie. But I'm like, oh, no, they're never going to take this guy. Guess why? This fucking eyeball. So I go to optometrist. I say, hey, hey optom. Hoptom. Chinese guy. Hoptom. Hoptom. Cancel. <laughs> Imagine you just, uh, Jordan, you can't come back to work because you said, Hoptometrist. Hoptometrist. That's not at all racist, okay? Let me just say that here on this fucking show. This show, I hope this show gets so fucking popular and then they reference episode 45 and they're like, oh, that he said it, done. Okay, you can do any accent you want. It's not fucking racist. Okay, let me just be honest. I doubt it that the most racist shit that they did to anybody back in the day was like impersonate the way they talked. Now, hold on a second. I know you're thinking, you're like, no, Jordan, they did do that. I'm saying that was probably the least racist shit that they did. Like, do you know what I mean? I mean, like enslaving your race and then changing the course of the genetic makeup that is your culture, probably a lot worse than like that, you know, because that isn't the same as what I'm doing. I'm not making fun of even the accent. I'm making fun of me saying it like that. And then that's funny. Tread water there. But I don't, that's true. That's the least racist shit that they probably did was making fun of her accent. UK joking is intrinsic to the human being. You add hate and shit to that. It's going to be fucked up shit. That's going to happen. But if you've ever seen a comedian who's doing like a Chinese accent on stage, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. And then people are just like, that's racist. I don't know. I really don't fucking think it is. It's just not because you know, when people are being racist, do you know what I mean? Like you really fucking know the difference. It's like, oh, I'm being pulled over for nothing. Racism. Or like the guy on SNL did a Chinese accent and he's a white guy. Probably not racist, you know? Now, if he does it and he's a piece of shit and that's why he's doing it. Like Shane Gillis definitely isn't racist. Do you know what I mean? And when I say definitely isn't racist, it's like, 
you can't fucking go anywhere other than the NRA. And if you're a race, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to have a successful life style. Like I've never, I've never been in a coffee shop and be like, Oh, stay away from the racists. <laughs> you're never seeing them. They're always like weeded into. And I, okay. If you make a Chinese accent and you think that it's not racist, I encourage that to be done because then I know that where the fuck you're at. If you're really racist, you try to hide that shit around other people because you don't know if we're like, to you, cool. You know what I mean? If you're racist and that's cool to you, you're thinking, yeah, I probably shouldn't really bring up how I feel about the waitress. That's who you are. Now, the guy who's not being racist is like, oh, this Filipino gorgeous waitress and then insert some joke, chuckles. See, there's a weird line there because it is. I mean, you get into it. It's like, okay, what the fuck is it and what the fuck isn't it? But it's really, you have to pick and choose. Like when uh, people say that all men are threatening. When I say people, I say feminists. If you don't, uh, a great podcast, if you don't listen to it, Ryan Long, the boys cast. I don't even think he's trying to do this. He's just, he's just too smart. That guy's so smart that he'll just do something and then it is a thing. Like, you know how Joe Rogan's like, I'll start this podcast and then it is the saving grace of all of our lives. And first of all, if you don't listen to Joe Rogan, listen to, just listen to an episode. <clears throat> when I first got into Toronto comedy, one of the things was Joe, somebody's like, oh, if you listen to Joe Rogan, that's horseshit. It's like, um, what? You ever, you ever read the novel, The Giver? Hey. This is who Joe Rogan is. Basically, if Joe Rogan was to die, like uh, everyone's going, it literally everybody's going to go. You're going to work in an office and people are not listening to Joe Rogan. The guy's getting like 100 million downloads a month. Okay. What are you talking about? You don't want to know what it's like to hunt elk in Colorado with your buddy smoking pot. Hey, Mike Tyson gave me this weed, guys. Let's go shoot a deer. That's, what Joe, that's how Joe Rogan's living his life. Like that's, if Jeff Bezos was doing that, if I knew, and okay. I've been asked this, why I don't say his name, Jeff Bezos. When you have that much money, you don't get a regular name, I think. When you have hundreds of billions of dollars, you don't get like, a, hey, Jeff, you know? Nope. Hey, what's up, Bezos? Like, yeah, you're different than all of us. How does Jeff Bezos do anything? Like, I'm serious. How do you go out to a restaurant? If I, okay, first of all, let's just get into the restaurant. I've been working in restaurants for a long time. Stop fucking around when you guys go to restaurants, okay? And if you're listening to this, you're like, what do you mean fucking around? I don't know what it is, but as soon as people step into a restaurant, the fabrics of the interaction are out the window. I don't know why, don't know what happened, but the whole like, hey, I hand you a menu, I say hi, you sit down, that has been forever. Like since the idea of someone being like, I'll make this and sell it, that has been true. Also, I was working in the day when I was working in a restaurant, previous quarantine life, don't come in a restaurant where it's not busy and go, hey, you guys open? Uh, yeah, no, the fully staffed restaurant that I'm standing in with an apron on, sweeping in front of you? Yeah, no, no, we're closed. They like to just have me in here as an aesthetic piece. The fuck are you talking? Sit down. God damn it, I hate this one too. It's like, uh, you got anything else? You got anything else? Okay, let me... <laughs> Let me just say something to you. You ever go into any store ever, not just food, like any store ever, and you go to a store and you'd be like, hey, I like what you guys do here. Do you have other stuff similar to this that isn't on display that I might be able to purchase? First question, why? Why would we do that as a business, okay? If you're like, I want to make money, 
Why would I hide stuff from you? Actually, I want you to discover more shit. <laughs> I want you to discover more shit so much I'm going to make commercials about it. I'm going to make commercials. I'm going to feature famous people. I'm going to look at what famous people you know, and I'm going to I'm going to get Liam and Chris Hemsworth to have a fucking make out, to be gay and make out, because whatever. And then that's it. Liam, Liam Hemsworth has a, got a fucking kidney stone, if you could believe it. If you could believe it, this motherfucker was on a, he was on a vegan diet. Listen to this. Liam goddamn Hemsworth was on a, uh, a fucking diet. He's on a vegan diet. Every day, guy gets up, almond milk. He's using yogurt. He's got fucking, he caught himself. He was eating beets and spinach, like we talked about. He caught himself a calcium oxalate stone. What does Mr. Hemsworth do after he looks at himself in the mirror for 45 minutes? He says, I'm off the vegan. I'm off the vegan diet, he says. So he quit the vegs. Imagine you lose your hottest dude. Imagine it's your vegan community and you guys are like, you get a fucking phone call middle of the night like an Amber Alert. You're like, oh no, Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Liam, he's quitting. <laughs> he's quitting the vegan ship. Imagine it's a, uh, like a, a, you get a fucking, they fucking brand you with a V. They're like, oh no. And they, they, they somehow start a fire. Uh, no. I was, I was going to say they somehow start a fire. <laughs> like vegans can't start fires. Like there's something unvegan about it. Unvegan. Do you think they ever, think they ever say that? You think vegans are ever like, I can't go there. It's unvegan. Not in this vegan ship. Not in this right, righteous passage to vegan ship. God damn it. Fired up. So, vegan ship, Bezos, Hemsworth. So, Bezos can't go to fucking normal restaurants because I'm saying people forget the fabrics of this. He doesn't. I'm telling you. He's not going to go in a restaurant and be like, you got anything else? Because he fucking knows. Guess why? He's on Amazon. Little little note for y'all. Amazon Web Services is like 40% of the internet. Okay? Pretty soon, Bezos. You're going to see his face fucking everywhere. You're going to go online. It's going to be called Bezos. Not Google. Bezos. You're going to add, it's not going to be called, I'm feeling lucky. It's going to be like, I'm feeling like Bezos. And then it's just a picture of his ex-wife. Imagine if Google became Bezos.com. And then when it was like, I'm feeling lucky, it was just pictures of his divorce. <laughs> it was just pictures of him handing over. Like he hand brought. I feel kind of bad for him. Because I mean, they're never going to have that rom, him and his ex-wife, they're never going to have that rom-com moment you know, where they're like packing up the shit that they have and it's like an Amazon box and they both pick it up and they're like, we'll get it delivered. You know, and then they're like, ah, remember, remember when we, remember when we didn't have all this money? I got to be honest, as much as it would seem amazing to be rich you, like rich version of you, I don't want to get so rich that the person that I did it with, that we're so different after. Like, Jeff Bezos and his wife, again, I don't know her name. I've, I'm going to go with Melissa. I feel like he would marry, a, I'm going to give this a nice little quick search, but if she's not a Melissa, Catherine, Jeff Bezos, wife, you know you got to put a Mackenzie Bezos. Mackenzie Bezos. And I got to be honest, Jeff, she looks a little out of your league, bud. <laughs> and anyone who's like, what do you mean she looks a little out of his league? Jeff Bezos looks like Dana Carvey doing an impression of Jeff Bezos. That's how he looks like. That's crazy that he actually looks like this. And I'm a one-eyed man at the moment, going to be honest. My right eye, I don't think it's as strong as the left. But right now, it's telling me that Jeff Bezos looks exactly like Dana fucking Carvey. Like, it's incredible. The, the, 
the sheer volume, like you wonder eh, how many souls are there really? Because I mean, you ever you ever walking in a major city and you're like, hey, there's 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 my friend, and, and no, it can't be. But everyone, you know, there's only so many looks. You ever play a video game and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna build my character, and then there's only so many faces. That's kind of what life is like. You're like, oh fuck, why don't they have more options? And they really because they're encouraging you to do more with less. And that's, I think, what God's all about. I think it'd be really funny if we lived in a world where God told us about God. Like, you didn't just assume that he was up there giving a shit. That he actually was like, no, guys, like, I work. I go to work. I'm working harder than you. It'd be so funny if God was a person, like a legit person. Because first of all, it'd be funny if they were black. It would be so funny if God was black and then he was just like the blackest dude at the cookout. Like... He's that uncle that sets fires that are just so fucking big. And you know why that shit happens? You know why you have have dumb uncles that like set stupid big ass fires and you're like, how the fuck? Why do you do it like this every time? It's because they're an idiot. Like they've always been an idiot, except they're an adult now. And nobody is going to say, hey, don't do that. Like some people shouldn't just be allowed to be an adult. Like... I think you should ha- t- like take a test and be asked some questions. Like you ever met a really dumb person and then you're like, oh, what do you do? And then they're like in charge of like major shit. And you're like, oh, how, the, how did I fuck it up? I honestly feel like my intelligence has just been mocking me my whole life because it's really non-existent. Like I'm not even, I don't feel very intelligent in the sense of like, I can't go get a fucking job doing a thing. What? You know what they want me for? They want me to be like, okay, go to the table. Ask them if they've ever been here before. And then say to them, would you like some dessert? Smile too. That's me, okay? This is all they want. People come back. I make them laugh a little bit at the resto. Come on. Rest stop, Jordo. Come on. But I mean, I'm not intelligent where I'm like going to go and fucking do accounting. Like... I'm wrong about this. I'm going to just straight up say this. I'm wrong about this. But I feel like you need to have a certain level. I know it's just like operating accounting, but you need to be smart. As soon as I was in high school and I was like, oh God, I'm not cut out for this. Well, I'm going to go work a nine to five. Come on. You put me in there. I'm going to get in trouble. I was always talking. I was that kid. You'd watch a movie. Fuck. Give me, come on. You want to talk for two hours? Yeah, let's do it. How how are you not like that? How am I not going to be a fucking habitual talker when everything in Italian is just taught. It's like, it's like a talking rodeo. You just breakfast. My dad's making pancakes. He's got like bacon and shit going. My dad's got jokes. This man's got jokes. He's making fun of my mother. That's why Italians, the generations, and I'm sure every fucking culture has this, but like, you know, when you go and you meet somebody's aunt and they're like, oh, your fucking aunt is fiery. Like, holy shit. Like, she says hey to you. Like, hey, how fuck you doing? How fuck you? Like, in a nice house. They're like, how the fuck is she wearing a fucking diamond? How the fuck you doing? Like, that shit. And you're like, oh, fuck. This woman fucking came to play. Those fucking people are just raised by previous them. Like, you know? So how are you going to have normal conversations? Like, my mom wasn't asking me, how was my day? You know, like... How was my day implies that I like I have a place in the conversation and that, um, you know, my thoughts are valued. I was getting more like, here, what happened? 
tell me what happened today. Like <laughs> every day was just a recreation to the officer about how we, how we fucking stayed out of trouble. See, that's the thing. Parenting is an interesting balance. I'm an, I'm an uncle myself and I find like my brother does a good job because he's, you know, the kids are kids, but then they also get shit. Whereas with me, I was very aware that the difference between being a child and being an adult was like, oh God, that's where the riches are. Like I was never going to have shit as an adult or as a kid. You know what I'm saying? But then listen to this shit. I go to fucking school. I go to college. I'm sitting in a college program one day and we do a case study on a seven-year-old kid selling beanie babies on eBay. Do you know how much trouble I would have got in if I was, if I was hawking babies of the bean over the bay? <laughs> one time I tried to sell some video games because I was like done with them. I was like, I'm not going to play these anymore. Then listen, you want to talk about getting embarrassed by your mom? Oh, geez. So I go to, I go to EB games. I'm like, I don't know. I'm at the age where I think I can do shit. Like I can do transactions. Let's say 12. I go there. I'm like, Hey, I have a bunch of these video games I would like to trade in. The guy's like, yo, you got a driver's license. I said, no, I had a kid with me who was a bit older. I'm so, I feel so bad for this kid. Cause my mom, I feel like my mom not only was like excited when she could fucking flex on punks, but she was like, Jordan, watch what I can do. Even if it was partially giving me shit, she's like, Jordan, watch what the fuck I'm about to do. So sell these games to EB Games. I come back. My mom is at the hair salon. I go, mom, check this fucking game out I just got. Show her the game. She's like, oh, cool. Where are the other games? And I go, sold them. I was excited. I was like, ma, they're gone. Made, made, made no money. Paid a little bit actually um, for the game. I need 20 bucks from you, <laughs> if that's cool. And going to play this game tonight. It's really sick. My mom, mid-haircut, stood up, goes to the EB Games, which was down the mall, by the way. So you don't even want, you don't want any of this. You don't want any of this smoke with my mother. She goes to the EB Games. The kid that helped me out was in the EB Games. She grabs him. She stands him with me. And she goes, now, let me just say, this is insane. Like, now thinking about it, people don't do this shit they're never going to do this shit again. Like throwing their weight around like that. My mom goes and this kid had fucking more pimples on his face than he had teeth in his mouth behind this fucking counter. And she goes, hey, my son, this idiot, he just came here, traded all his games. I want them all back. Now, what kind of training do you have to go through to be ready for that? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, this guy, what, month two on the job, he maybe knows how to fucking do a return. My mom comes in and goes, hey, you know that transaction you just did? Not only do I want you to reverse it, but you better be happy that I'm not coming after your job. My mom gets real political with it. She goes, you better be happy I'm not coming after your job. And I'm not taking this manager down. Like my mother, my every Italian is like fucking Jesus. You know what I'm saying? They go into that fucking that temple. He's like, were you gambling in my father's house? And they fucking, they get, rid of, they get rid of everything. Okay. My mom's going into fucking EB games, like with a gun, like fucking. And then, and then guess, oh, and then I bring all these games back to my house. And I just had to fucking listen to her tell me how, what a mistake this was. And I gotta, I gotta say, it scarred me. After that, I was like, oh God, be careful with the things you sell. Why that hits home is I was, on, I was listening, I was doing a deep dive on Gary Vee um, yesterday. 
Gary V, 2017. I know you guys are like, 2017, dude, it's 2020. He had a flip challenge, okay? This guy's got a flip challenge. He goes, hey, you got a bunch of things in your place here? Flip them. Get rid of them. Screaming back these memories. I go, oh, God, Gary. I'd love to, but you know, my mom wouldn't be too happy about it. That's how you know you're going to be single forever when you're almost 30 and you, uh, you start sentences with, uh, yeah, I don't think my mom would be too happy about it. <laughs> then you're single forever. You're a single boy. Single baby boy. You got to be fucking rocking the flip game. Gary Vee's right. He literally said that you can make, and people listening to this are going to be like, what? Yeah, $20,000 a year, he thinks. You can just add. Gary Vee says crazy numbers like, um, who here wants to make $100,000 a year? Totally fucking doable. Totally doable. This guy shows you. He is a CEO billionaire. He's going to garage sales. Do you know how many garage sales I could have knocked over as a kid? Jeez. Don't even start. I could see right now the hockey cards. God, everything that I was into back in the day, I could just fucking have it now. You ever look back? My dad, my dad says the same shit. Go talk to somebody that's like 60 years old. Oh, my God. My dad is the best story. He's like, I had every baseball. I had like Babe Ruth baseball cards and shit. My dad, born in the 50s. His parents just threw him out just because. See, it's all weird how it all reverses back. So my parents obviously had shit that they loved. Their parents were like, throw this away. Then their kids have shit. They're like, you're never getting rid of this ever. You're never getting rid of this little t-shirt that you had as a baby because I'm scarred emotionally from an experience that happened to me 40 years ago. And I mean, if you're, if you're parenting correctly, your kid should just be a fucking next version of your fuck up. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Everyone wants the best kid. Everyone wants their kid to be so good at shit, I think, right? Even if you're chill, if you're like a chill dad, you're like, eh, fucking still be good at like surfing or something. I got some really relaxed dudes that are my buddies. I'm like, fuck, if you're a dad, what the fuck's going to go on? I would love a baby, man. I need, I should have one. I should have a baby. If it was, if it was based on like, um, how you would be with a baby, number one guy, I, babies made me laugh. Holy fucking shit. You ever just look at a baby and they're like, they're like, first of all, their heads, <laughs> what's going on there? Okay. Developed way too quick. And then your body doesn't know what's going on. Your feet are kind of like, Hey, my turn. That's what's going on with the baby's feet. It's just so funny. And I don't know what it is, but I get, I make a little thing in my mind because I think babies, okay, listen, I think babies have like uh, spirits that are talking to them. I think until you can talk, there's like all the angels and stuff. Because if you ever see a baby just like off in the distance, like staring off into somebody's eyes, what's that about? So I'm thinking this baby's got angels and this baby's angels are going, hey, look at that guy. He's handsome. And then they tell them shit and they understand it. And then when they talk, they forget all that shit. That's what I think happens. That's why I think babies are looking at me. I think babies all have ghosts that really like me. For sure. I really think that's true. I'm not even bullshitting. Like anybody, if you're laughing at this, don't laugh at this because I think this is real. I'm walking around in my life and I see a beautiful baby. All babies are beautiful. Even ugly babies are fucking hilarious. Because first of all, they really let that ugly play. Like they... <laughs> You ever see an ugly baby make a mess? You're like, oh, you're, you're the king of the world right now. Like who's going to, and when I mean ugly baby, I, I don't mean like, 
unattractive. I mean, there's like some babies that are perfect. You're like, oh my God, your little face. And then you're like, oh my God, your face. <laughs> you know, sometimes that happens. I love it when a baby can just kind of talk like a little bit, like they know words or fancy ass babies. Oh man, I was serving this couple once and their baby came in and they were rich. Like this guy handed me his coat and four grand fell out. And baby sits down. They give the baby a Tiffany bib on this kid. Now I'm going, oh, it's a baby. That kid's not going to be ready. The kid was ready. Gave the kid a fork and a knife. Sat there, elbows off the table. Now, anybody who knows anything about etiquette, elbows off the table is a fucking master class level move, okay? This kid's not even five yet. Hit me with a Tiffany bib and elbows off the table? God, there's no worse moment than when you're eating with your father and then he tells you what about your eating makes him want to fucking jump out a window, you know? That was when I learned. My dad's like, wait, what the fucking... Used to park the elbows right on the top of the tapes. Didn't work for my dad. Also, the old move didn't work for my father was the old uh, spin the uh, spin the pasta on the fork, okay, in the spoon, put that together, but no slurping. Don't do that. And I know what you're thinking. Who the fuck does that? Unknown people. I didn't know. What am I doing? I got to know shit before I know shit. First of all, my parents, by the way, I, all this shit, all this like tough little fucking corners shit that I like, I like that. I could be in the military because of that. You know why? Okay, lunch every day, 12 o'clock, perfect. I hope it's made for me. Like, it, I could do regimented routine. Oh, God, I, could, I love that shit. I could, I could be Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's life? If Mark Wahlberg's life sounds like absolute dog shit to you, then yeah, I get it. But to me, when that guy goes, I get up at 7, I have fucking young... Uh, Puerto Rican babies for breakfast keeps me looking young. I hit some balls of golf. I go talk to my brothers about burgers and then I'm fucking Mark Wahlberg for the rest of the day. Yeah, dude, I want to do that. I would love to do that. I would love a nice regiment. If I was like every day, you go swim seven to eight. Yes. Give me it. That's when you realize when you're, as, as you get older, you really finding out what the fuck you should be doing. Like I should not be working in an office. Had an interview for Unilever one time. God, I fucked that up. I go into the interview and the guy goes, tell us what your favorite thing is. Now, obviously, comedian. I go, time. He goes, uh, what? And then like an idiot, okay, I break down for this guy the amount of time it takes between each subway stop to get there and why I was fascinated by that. And sometimes it depends on the driver, of the subway. Do you know what I mean? Like if you got a nice, if you got a heavy foot subway driver, we're getting between Ossington and Christie, minute 10. If you got a fucking la-di-da, I'm making my union wage TTC driver, we're getting there in a minute 35. I'm saying, what's 20 seconds? It's a big deal to you and me, but obviously not to the light foot. So I'm, I'm in Unilever, and this was a big Game of Thrones, huge at the time, okay? Guy goes, Last question for the interview. Now, I'm already feeling self-conscious about my my love and appreciation for time. You know, I didn't, I wanted to share this with them. But I'm thinking like, ah, oh, you, you ever say something and you're like, fuck, that's it. That's the thing that gets me not this opportunity. The guy goes, who's your favorite character on Game of Thrones? Now, admittedly at the time, 
hadn't watched a fucking lick of this ep- of this show. I'm fully caught up for anybody freaking out, yelling at the fucking YouTube. I caught up, okay? And I go, I didn't know the show. Only guy I knew on the show was Mr. Dinklage. I didn't even know his name. Thankfully, I start going, um, uh, I literally go like this. I'm like, ah, uh, I, I, I haven't really watched it that much. I want to say Tyr. And then as I started to say Tyrion, this guy was so excited. You could tell that this guy, all he wanted to do was do shit for Unilever, go home, and then watch Game of Thrones. That's all he wanted. He's like, oh, Tyrion? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm a big fan. I'm kind of a Jon Snow guy. but And then I was just like, yeah, yeah, I didn't get this. Eh? I for sure didn't get this job. If you're talking to me about Game of Thrones, anybody listening to me like, oh, no, Jordan, that sounds like you did get it. Hmm. Let's just back this up. If I go in for an interview about Unilever products and then two minutes in, we power slide over to fucking Game of Thrones, probably not going to get it. That's one of those interviews where you leave and you're like, you call your mom, me. I go, ma, did good. And then weeks later, she goes, hey, what was that? No, I didn't get it. That's exactly how that shit goes. You know how many auditions I've done where I'm like, oh man, that was it. That was the one. That was ice cream. I put cherry on top of it. I've had, well, you're, you're, you're doing so well in those rooms. You, you leave, you're like, ma, this is it. Pack your bags. Pack your bags, mom. That's not how big commercial money is, but for the sake of this, pack your bags, ma. Pack your bags, girl. Put your hair up. We're going to vacation. And then I don't get it. And then I don't get it. One of the fucking fun, one of my most enjoyable parts of uh, all this content, doing this show this so much, is on TikTok. We blew it up. We fucking nuke bombed that shit. And on TikTok, all the, like most of the comments are like, what's that accent? I couldn't tell you. My, whatever it is when I get hopped up and excited is somehow a mix of a guy from Brooklyn, a guy from Sault Ste. Marie, an Italian who was Italian, but then had to move early. So maybe I'm four. So I kept a little bit of the accent, but not too much. And then it's like a little bit of a Canadian guy that sometimes comes out. But fuck, I don't know. Maybe we'll revisit next time on. But we love doing this. Thank you. Fucking great. Keep rolling. Have a good day. Live it.